0: welcome to morning coffee and mimosas i'm christina and i'm joe we are a father-daughter duo we come here sunday mornings but you can come here anytime you please we banter about life about business and we do it over coffee and mimosas
1: good morning christina
0: Good morning, Dad. That was a nice little air guitar you had going. Yeah,
1: I, I still like that little melody.
0: Listeners, yeah. you can't see it, but you can live through my eyes. As <laughs> if the, you want to. <laughs> <laughs> see the world through my eyes. Yeah. As the music was playing, Dad was uh, rocking out to the air guitar.
1: Well, since I played it, I mean, I actually could do that.
0: You can. I can also play the air guitar. That's a well, musical that's ability air, I have.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's the real one that's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, good to have you here this morning.
0: Good to be here, Dad. There you
1: go. Good. And since, you know, this is a pretty funny way to say what the topic is, but since we have a meeting every week, this is about having effective meetings.
0: Would you say that our meetings are effective, (laughs) Dad?
1: I think the listeners have to decide that. (laughs) (laughs) So, chime in if uh, maybe we don't want to hear you, but... But this uh, is
0: this is a topic that I really like because I'm going to just speak for the audience here. I'm going to speak for everybody, I think, when I say we have all been a part of many, many meetings that mm-hmm. you leave and you say, well, that meeting could have been an email.
1: <laughs> Correct. Correct. That was a waste of time. Or well, that and was any a waste of, of time. Of, of, that was blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah. Yes.
0: So, I mean, I think as we all have many experiences where we where we look at kind of what lays in front of us and we say man that was probably unnecessary right or Mm -hmm. we all kind of critique what could have made that either a good use of time or how could that have been handled differently to make things more efficient right today we're going to talk about the good the bad and the ugly as it relates to meetings that we've participated in or led ourselves (laughs) (laughs) what are things that We've learned things that we've seen and ways that we can ensure to have good meetings or more good meetings and more productive meetings that, you know, people enjoy and that actually lead to action.
1: You know what I love? One thing I love about this podcast. What? I can vent. I actually have a voice. I can vent
0: i have seen you vent outside of the podcast but yes yeah, now, but are you just like, happy that now you get to publicly vent
1: publicly vent you yes, get to air and, your and grievances yes exactly <laughs> exactly
0: what is that there's a uh was it a family guy episode he goes what really grinds my gears what really grinds my gears Yeah. Anyway. well this is it i this digress it.
1: no i'm happy about this and i like the way you said like that could have been an email or whatever because I think the evolution of a meeting should be... Well, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of reasons to have meetings, so I'm not being overly simplistic, but I guess I kind of add them in one way. It's like if, if you and I are emailing each other and then it, you know how it gets to the point where I'm just going to pick up the phone and call you because this is getting out of hand. Right. And then it, it's like the next step from that. Like, y- you know what? We just spoke and we really need we need to involve whomever, whatever it is, so we have a meeting. So, you know, that would be a rationale for a a real meeting, you know, something like that.
0: Agreed. And I think a lot of times it's thinking about, is there something that needs to be explained or conveyed Mm -hmm. that can't be done in an email? Or if there seems to be ambiguity and you need to bring people together, get consensus and get alternate points of view, thoughts and opinions Mm -hmm. in a dynamic way, it's a good time to have a meeting.
1: Right. And then sometimes there are meetings that are good, like in other words, let's say a departmental meeting and people get together from multiple departments, right? And then they're so good and effective that we make them monthly. And then they're so good and effective for about three months. And then they're not, you know, but we keep doing it because it's a department, you know, so this whole thing about meetings, it fits the thing of Everything ha- like lives and breathes and, and has a cycle and whatever. And I think we shouldn't just do things because we always have or not do them because we always have and so on. So that's why I-, I was really excited to talk about meetings this week.
0: Yeah, and that's such a good point because we've got to try and get ourselves out of the programming of these are the types of meetings. This is when we should have a meeting and we should just start thinking about it as what has to happen. Mm-hmm. And in order for that to happen... Do people need to get together? Can there be, you know, a couple channels of communication where right. there's an email happening and and then it gets an approval? Or is there something that we actually need to pull everybody together, gain consensus? And I think you're so right. Like sometimes you have a good meeting and then everyone's like, yeah, this was great. Let's do more of this. But then all of a sudden it becomes that thing that now it's like just a checkbox, right? You're checking it off. We had our quarterly meeting, right? But it's not, it wasn't needed at that point in time. Or
1: I I needed to, I should have talked to you, but I said, oh, we're going to, I'll talk to her at the meeting. And then of course I don't write it down or I don't record it. And then I don't remember to do that. And then two weeks went by and we didn't talk about it. So, so this is good. E- even these few minutes we're just talking about that, just think about, A, do we need the meeting? And if we're not having meetings, should we have a meeting? You know what I mean? Like, think about that. So
0: so as you're thinking about and we're kind of breaking down, if we think about steps or mm-hmm. ways or, you know, meeting hacks, right? What right. are the things that need to be true in order for a meeting to be a good meeting? I think the first thing is you've got to pre-plan have an agenda and make sure that, you know, the intent is clear.
1: Christina, you know what, if we, uh, what are we in seven minutes, we're done. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Really, that's so good. I, I wish just if you thought about it, exactly it plan the meeting, because sometimes you call the meeting. And then in plan, if you plan it ahead of time, you might realize, I don't really need the meeting. Exactly. That was very good. So I think so I, I always say think, that again. It was very good.
0: Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> As you are and thinking, the idiot in front of you
1: <laughs> make sure he has it.
0: As you are thinking about before you hit send on your Outlook invite or Gmail or whatever you use, before you hit send, make sure that you have put pen to paper and said, This is the meeting intent, and this is the outcome I need. If you can't define the intent and outcome, you should not plan the meeting. Correct. And then from there, an agenda is born. Correct. And I think that agenda, like anytime you send something, even if it's three bullets or Uh a sentence, make sure that there's something that goes along with it so the people that are receiving the meeting clearly know. What is the purpose of the meeting? What's the intended outcome, so that they can start kind of thinking and about thinking
1: about it and be able to what their to role is in the meeting. Correct, contribute positively to that meeting. That's that's excellent. And then then I'm going to add my pet peeve, which is timeliness. That's true. So, if you have a meeting at two o'clock, and and I don't care if this is Zoom, I don't care if it's just a phone call with four people, and you're getting a conference call, or it's a meeting in the conference room. Start on time. Uh, and you know, and I think listeners, if, if you know anything about me or listen to any of these episodes, I am early. I am always early. And I'm...
0: He's uncomfortably early.
1: Yeah. And I, I very much believe in being on time. That is a mantra of mine. When it comes to meetings, as, as long as I'm in control, I never, ever wait for anyone who is late. If we're having a meeting at one o'clock, At 1 o'clock, that meeting starts. I don't care if I'm the only one here. (laughs) Sometimes I am.
0: (laughs) You just start the meeting. (laughs) I have. So, Joe, what would you like to talk about today? I am
1: a stickler because the worst thing that I hate. He's airing
0: his grievances, listeners. I know.
1: What I really get really fired up about. I love
0: fiery Joe.
1: I'm telling you, I get fired up. When you're on time, I'm on time. Three people are on time. There are two people that are not there. And the person running the meeting says, okay, uh, let's just wait a few minutes for for those people. Why? Why are we waiting for the late people? No, they should come in. They should be embarrassed that they're late. They should sit down or whatever they're doing. And no, I am not catching you up on the topic. You figure it out, pal. And if it embarrasses (laughs) you or you screwed up because you missed the important stuff that you missed... That's your career, buddy. But I'm telling you, if you do that, I'm sorry, I'll lower my voice now. If you do that, when you're running a meeting, the next meeting, people are on time. But if you continue to wait and people say, oh yeah, yeah, no, I've got a few minutes. There's nothing wrong. Because if you're going to have a problem, text me. We have a million ways to communicate. This is 2022, not 1822. Right. Text, say what, and it better damn well be a good reason but that's one of my pet peeves so you start on time and you end on time
0: well i and i agree with you i think that my biggest pet peeve with that because i think sometimes you're running from meeting to meeting and i'm sometimes guilty of like 2 minutes right it's like oh there's 2 minutes i can work on that right but my pet peeve is when somebody comes on late and then like I've seen it where somebody shows up egregiously late. Right. And then it's like, we're pretty much done with the meeting. Mm -hmm. We've discussed everything. We're to the end and we're ready to get off. And then somebody comes on and it's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I was tied up or whatever. And then we're kind of going back to the beginning for this person.
1: Right. That's a no, no, never do that. And then
0: I'm like, wait, we we were done and we were about to get a few minutes Mm -hmm. back or whatever. And now we're, it feels like back to square one right for this person why
1: (laughs) exactly and it's terrible and and everyone hates it and i get it you know i'm not completely naive i get it if if the person running the meeting is senior to me you know i'm not able to control that i get it but if you're in one of my meetings don't do that ever
0: well everybody (laughs) consider this your notice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're all
1: fine because you're not gonna be in any one of my meetings <laughs> but anyway so i think that's you know and it, it all comes around to respect to me it becomes part of that respect of people's time and you're respecting people's you value their time so we held this meeting at one o'clock it's supposed to end at one thirty. you know what let it end at one thirty. now i have been in meetings where things like have been fantastic and we're getting to the bottom of something or uncovering something, there's no problem with saying, does anybody have a problem if we continue for 15 minutes? I I just want to respect your time. That's fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, but don't just let it drift off because to your point, there may be people that have another meeting, you know, to go to.
0: No, I agree with you. I think it's all about communication. And even to to your point, if somebody does have a good reason, Mm -hmm. just communicate that. And then you can say, hey, we're getting started and we'll just catch you up. You know, you're going to have to just catch up and then we can connect offline.
1: Yeah, we'll catch up offline. And if you report to me, you better have a darn good reason for why that you were not there. (laughs) All right. I'll get off my high horse.
0: I would like (laughs) to take a moment though and go back to something. So, what did we talk about now? Okay, so start and end on time, Mm -hmm. and if you are not going to end on time, make sure that you've addressed that,
1: or that people or that people are all able
0: to stay on. You
1: may want to carry it to another time, set a new meeting.
0: And we talked about you know keeping an agenda, making sure Mm -hmm. that your outcome is clear, what it is that needs to be accomplished. I also just want to say something to that point: gain consensus. As much as you possibly can, right? Sometimes consensus needs to be established at a meeting. But with a customer meeting or, you know, with a group of people, give people the opportunity. And that's where, you know, sharing that in advance of here's what we hope to accomplish through this meeting gives people the opportunity to say either, is there anything else that you see that we should be thinking about? Is there anybody else that needs to be a part of this in order to make that happen but give people the opportunity to tell you if there's something else that should be there or if you might be missing something very good i think that is especially true when i think about that from a sales customer facing role putting out to the customer here's what i'm thinking and letting them come back and say well this is what i'd like to see or this is what's important to me or even style right i think the style of the meeting, how do they want this to go? Do you want a presentation or do you want a conversation? It's
1: very good, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, good, and and you bring up a good point. There's a lot of reasons for a meeting. You know, there's in in company meetings and within department meetings or intra or inter department meetings. Um, In your case, they're sales presentations. So you have your team and you have the prospect right? Or it could be post, you've gotten the deal and right. you're an implementation meeting. You know, there's any number of meetings, but all of them, to your point, should have an agenda and be clear and concise about it, have consensus around it. So you're not wasting the prospect's time or the implementation team or anything that's going around.
0: Right. And I think, it, you know, within your own company, It's easier because you have a culture and a style and kind of a way that you work. But I think when you're dealing with other people, whether it's vendors, whether it's potential customers, actual customers, every company has a little bit of a different, a a little bit of a different culture, a different way that they approach meetings. And I think that's where making sure that you've given them an opportunity to weigh in and make sure the style fits will really help as you're trying to drive
1: things forward. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, and also the the participants. Why don't you talk a little bit about the participants?
0: Well, I think that is you want to limit, right? There's nothing worse than a meeting that has you know 15 people on it with nobody knowing who's mm-hmm. on point for right. their given topic. So I think it's important to as you're thinking about the outcome, right? And as you're thinking about w- what is it that we have to accomplish? What is the whole purpose that we're having this meeting? And then who are the people that I believe, right, as I'm setting this up, need to be a part of this in order for us to get it to the next step? Because that's what a meeting does, right? Right. The whole point of a meeting is to drive things forward, to either get Mm -hmm. a decision or get to a next point. Or answer
1: questions or or present or something, yeah.
0: So I think it's a matter of like being really selective about who are the right people that need to be a part of this and making sure that they understand what we believe their role is in this meeting. Um, so limit the participants and really make sure that you have the right people the people that either you know maybe they have the expertise other people that have the authority so you make sure that you've got the right people to fulfill the, the role and right. if they can't be there that they have a delegate that is is there in their place so I think that's where people kind of need to understand well, what what's the outcome and what role do you see me having in this so that they can say, yes, I'm the right person or I need, you know, somebody else.
1: Yeah. Again, it comes back to, have you thought out the purpose of the meeting and have you set the agenda and what is the purpose and the outcome, everything that you've said.
0: Right now to that point, dad, have you ever been the meeting organizer and you've kind of done that and then your meeting gets forwarded to, a slew of other people you just keep seeing acceptance from oh yeah that's another pet peeve of mine (laughs) (laughs) you ever see that when you've got like all of a sudden your meeting is getting accepted and you're like i don't even know who that person is and you know you start looking i think that that's something that like it's nice if you're going to pass it on to somebody else for there to be some just this is somebody else i'm engaging and why Mm -hmm. i don't know
1: Oh, I know. I agree. And, and I think, again, we're all realistic. Things happen.
0: And there's only so much time in a day. I get it.
1: Right. But it is nice to check with the host. Like, so, for example, let's say it's an implementation of something or whatever, and you got the invite. And then now that you're looking at the agenda or whatever, and you say, can I have my technical contact? You know, I, th- I think this might get more technical than I thought. Right. But kind of shoot a little note. Just say I invited sue to this meeting because you well know, and of i this, think it's you know? helpful
0: because sometimes the more that the audience expands it may and especially if that outcome wasn't clear from the person who was organizing it you may all of the sudden create a challenge because mm-hmm. you invited somebody that really has no place to be a part of the meeting at that point in time right you know it's uh if if it's going to be forwarded, if you're delegating to somebody else, if you can't be there and this is the person instead, I think it's just nice to call that out. You know, I've forwarded it to this person because I agree. X, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very good. I like this. Do you? And you calmed me down. So you got me, a, a, you know, the whole time thing, you got it out relatively early. Is it and...
0: because I got fired up now? You suddenly decided <laughs> that now, you know, we've yeah, got to kind of like, a we've got to kind of balance each yeah, other yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's the whole,
1: that's the whole beauty of us, right?
0: Yeah. So, you know, as we're talking about this, Dad, I, I think back to our episode last week, we were talking a little bit about effective communication mm-hmm. and sometimes the urges that people have finishing sentences and interrupting. And I think that is probably another area of effective meetings that as the organizer or as a participant in a meeting, it's really important to rein in.
1: Uh, Yeah. I would
0: imagine. So as we bring back fiery Joe and we think about the timeliness (laughs) and the way that, you know, you, you run a meeting like a drill sergeant, what is your approach and thought around like, how do you handle people talking over one another or the, uh, sorry, you're on mute? You know, what? what is your? Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, there are so many, so many things. Well, first of all, the talking over, I attempt to nip that in the bud relatively quickly, especially if it's a meeting where people are, are getting a little bit animated. You have to stop that pretty quick. And you can do it very very nonchalantly and not insultingly you you just literally address it and just say you know okay everybody just hold up a minute sue go ahead say what you're going to say and bill i'll let you go right after that like you you have to take control and and i do want to say that because as the meeting organizer don't be shy you are in control you're the leader of the meeting even if you're not a senior person in the company or in that department or in that group if you call the meeting you're the boss for that meeting and i think it will show you as a leader as someone who's competent and confident in their ability to run that so to your point about cross-talking and and all that even if it's professional and even if it's not adversarial it's just some people just like to hear themselves talk end it and do it quickly
0: well i think it's important to establish up front how you want these things to work right yeah so depending on where the meeting is if it's an in-person meeting it's a little bit different right Mm because you're all in the room if you're on a team's meeting right or zoom you also have a lot of tools that you can use so (laughs) mute (laughs) you can mute somebody
1: (laughs) love it best invention ever
0: (laughs) but the the problem is the person doesn't realize they've been muted
1: (laughs) oh it's even better because then everybody knows oh my god
0: but yes you can mute people you can also establish up front hey guys you know we've got a lot of people on this call if you would raise your hand when you've got something to say that little yellow hand goes up and then you can you know call on people as appropriate i will also give a shout out to bart prince who is my leader and was on our podcast not too long ago Mm mm-hmm But he does something really good where he will establish with people. And it's something that that I've started doing as, as, you know, I watch and learn things that I think are pretty effective is establishing for people how much time you have. So, hey, guys, we're going to go around and get everybody's perspective in one minute or less. You know, we only have a certain amount of time on the call. So use your words. Be succinct and to the point. You're going to need to tell me what you're going to tell me in a minute Mm -hmm. or less. Right. Yeah. I think that helps because then people have, uh, you know, a little bit of the pressure to say, okay, I've, I've got to say what I'm going to say and say it clearly.
1: Yeah. And I got to do it quickly. So, so stop the, you know, well, back when we started, we did a lot of people like to set the stage, but they want to build an entire stage and we don't need the stage. We just need. The message.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you don't need to give every single play-by-play of a conversation Mm -hmm. you had, right? right? Because then what's the point of me not just having that conversation? Just tell me what I need to know from it. Tell me the high points. Very
1: good. Do you want to do a a recap? I feel like uh, we did it last week and it went really well.
0: I don't think we're done, Dad. What are you going to (laughs) read? Oh. (laughs) Well, I think the other thing that we did... I was running an effective (laughs)
1: meeting and I thought... (laughs) I'm sorry, listeners. Do you have time to go a little bit longer on this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think the other thing, Dad, (laughs) is setting the tone.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Right? That smile. (laughs) Making sure that you've got the right level of formality, the right level of informality, Mm -hmm. and and making sure that, that you're setting a tone for a good meeting, a collaborative meeting, and all of that.
1: That was it? (laughs) <laughs> that's why we went over time <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> I don't know
0: well we forgot about an important part
1: what the tone no we what? set the
0: tone right yeah. so you've got your tone set, okay. dad dad <laughs> you're fresh <laughs> your tone is off today dad <laughs> we're setting the tone for a joke of a meeting right mm-hmm. now anyway sorry listeners we got off track a little bit here but one final thing and I think we can end with this last point which is have notes and you know whether the meeting requires like implementation meetings they really require meeting minutes they require clear outcomes who owns what and by when but make sure that you've got the appropriate follow-up from the meeting to ensure that people know what their actions are and what their next steps are because i think there's nothing worse than a meeting that you know you talk through a lot and then you get to the end and you're at time and everyone's just like okay thanks guys and then what moved forward so make sure that you end the meeting with going back and, and making sure it's clear okay joe you had this as your next step and christina you know you're to do this by this point in time and then what's next we're gonna check in is there another meeting that we're gonna have next week to finalize this can we go back and forth via email to you know firm all this up and have a decision by wednesday But clearly establishing what comes next after the meeting ensures that you did something productive at that time.
1: That's very good because people, it's human nature. It's like the meeting ends and it's like, I don't think I have to do anything. This is great. I can go back to what I was doing. But with your clear takeaway, so Joe, you have to do this and Sue, you have to do this and Christine, you have to do that. That's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, just, I think we all have to just look at everything as our time is valuable the other people's time is valuable and just filter why are we doing this well why are we doing this why are we doing this and if we right. don't have clear outcomes and all of that then what's the point? point two
1: weeks go by and it and a meeting shouldn't just happened.
0: be it shouldn't just be check of a box to say we had the meeting there right. should be a reason for the meeting and if we don't have next steps and action right. then what was the point
1: very good now can you recap oh man We
0: kind of got all over the place in this one. but I'm I'm giving you a a deliverable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Give us a recap.
0: All right, listeners, let me try and recap this. How, why don't you recap, Dad?
1: Um, Because I can't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least you know your strengths. So listeners, I think step one, we said start on time and end on time. So that's an important part of this. Number two, make sure you've got a real clarity in the outcome and what you need to accomplish for the meeting intent. Gain consensus and make sure that there's a clear agenda. Stick to it. Number three, make sure you've got the right people in the room. Limit the people, right? You don't want to overdo it, but make sure you have the right people in the room. And as a recipient, if you're thinking of forwarding that meeting out to everybody in your phone book, just check first, I think, or at least make it clear who you're forwarding it to and why. So that, you know, you give the organizer an opportunity to say, you know, OK, I understand, you know, who's in this meeting now or, hey, you know, I think this might be getting a little bit too broad. Make sure that you establish a good protocol for how you're going to handle meeting timing, who talks when, interruptions, use your technology if it's in a team setting. What else did we say, Dad? Oh, clarity. So be concise. Be respectful of other people's time make sure that you know you're really asking the other people how do you want this to go do you want a presentation do you want a conversation what format is good set a good tone and then really, um, you know, I think the final thing is make sure that you do something with that. Right. So if it's meeting minutes, if it's clarity of next steps and who owns what That's
1: assign the roles, assign and so the roles and right.
0: responsibilities. So I think that might be nine steps. I don't know. I lost count. No, the
1: count doesn't matter. The it's count the, doesn't matter. Brilliance that we have.
0: Dad. <laughs>
1: Okay, brilliance you have have Guys,
0: I'm sorry. I know. He makes me a little sick with the... We've got to humble you, Dad. Well, I said you. No, you said it's the brilliance (laughs) that we have. Yeah,
1: but then you corrected me by your coming back. Ay, 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 ay. Unbelievable.
0: Anyway, Dad, this was fun.
1: This was good. Yeah.
0: I enjoy you when you're all fired up. So let's let's keep this coming. We'll maybe come up with another topic. Listeners, a challenge to you. For those of you that know Joe... (laughs) Please send ideas for topics that will enrage him, because fiery Joe may be our favorite Joe. And uh, if you can come up with a topic that particularly grinds his gears and gives him a platform to air some more grievances, please send it our way.
1: (laughs) I'll take extra blood pressure medication, so there you go.
0: And listeners, if you liked what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe, send to a friend. And we really appreciate you staying with us and listening each week.
1: Thank you so much. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. Hi, thanks for listening.